0: A quick turnaround for the Chicago Bears as they get ready for action this Thursday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and hosting Tom Brady, which should be a very fun affair, the first Thursday night game on Fox. This is We Are Regal Radio's fourth and goal series where we preview all the Bears' upcoming games and opponents and give you four key goals for the Bears in the hopes of trying to get a victory. And without further ado, let's get right into it and start with our first goal. And our first goal is going to be none other than head coach Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy arguably had one of, if not his worst coaching day against the Indianapolis Colts this past Sunday. It was a train wreck to kind of put it bluntly because a lot of progress that Matt Nagy had made this year was going to come in committing to the run and establishing a run game because throughout 2019, just an abandonment of the run, very little balance within the play calling and obviously the execution on the field. And there has not been a good quarterback under center for the Bears in Matt Nagy's tenure. Uh, He's worked with... You know, Mitch Trubisky and now Nick Foles, both of those guys, probably pretty average at best, you know, maybe above average, but we're not talking about good. When you don't have a good quarterback, it would make a lot of sense to not necessarily throw it as much as you would run it or at least keep it pretty balanced so you don't expose your quarterback and your offense which is exactly what the Bears accomplished this past Sunday against those Colts. Uh, far too often in that game and in Matt Nagy's coaching era here with the Bears, you know, an abandonment of the run and a lot of head-scratching play calls when it even comes to the passing game. Nick Foles threw it a total of 42 times and combined, the Bears rush for a total of 16 carries. That's 42 passes to 16 carries. Uh, I know Nick Foles is more of a professional quarterback than, let's say, Mitch Trubisky, but that is honestly ridiculous by Matt Nagy. I mean, the game was still a two-touchdown game going into the fourth quarter. It was a 10-point game at the end of the first half. There is no reason why you need to abandon the run. They were never down enough where you just had to purely throw. And, of course, at one point in the fourth quarter, it did turn into that. And that's, you know, good and well. But regardless of that, going into that fourth quarter, the running game was not established enough. And I believe they had a total of 10 carries in the first half, so only six in the second half uh the play call and play design didn't make a lot of sense for a few of those plays as well there was that third and one to cordell patterson running off the right side i heard this stat from a bears analyst that covers uh the chicago bears adam ho i believe he said that all the runs in the second half came under center and all the passes came out of shotgun that's Already a telltale sign, which has been a criticism of Matt Nagy in the past, that, you know, he telegraphs too much of what he's doing. Not enough variety, not enough uh, disguise, deception to keep defenses off balance. Then throw on top of it, the fact that Matt Nagy loves to throw the football. So telegraphing has been a problem for Matt Nagy. And now you kind of fast forward to this matchup against Todd Bowles and the Buccaneers. Uh, Going into Sunday against the Colts, the Bears were gonna face the second best rushing defense, and actually the best rushing defense at the time was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. After the game Sunday, the Colts took over uh, first place in run defense because of how lackluster the Bears were. And now you look ahead to this Thursday, man, uh, if the Bears are unable to run the football, and Matt Nagy loses commitment to it, this could be another extremely uh, frustrating and difficult offensive day from the Bears. Matt Nagy really has to come up with something because Todd Bowles is considered one of the best defensive coordinators in the league, uh, You know, coveted by even the Bears when he was let go from the Jets as the head coach. But went with his old pal Bruce Arians down in Tampa and he's done a great job with that defense and they were completely terrible when Bruce Arians took over that Buccaneers defensive squad and now they've become very respectable and one of the better units in the league they fly to the football, they pursue, they are very fast and that's a problem for a lot of these offensive linemen of the Bears because if anything they want to go up against big guys, they don't want to go up against the speedy guys, especially like Charles Leno. Uh, so that could be a huge part of this football game and overall Todd Bowles is going to mix things up and he's going to do a lot of different things that the Colts did in trying to stifle the Bears offense. So this is where Matt Nagy and him being an offensive guru has to come into play. This is where, you know, you want to see your head coach really show his offensive muscle in this game and flex it by getting this Bears team to score some points. Because, man, I mean, three points really were scored by that Bears team. I know they scored a touchdown late with, uh, you know, garbage time, but, How much do you put into that? When the game's completely over, then you get a touchdown. You know, you need touchdowns when the game is in balance and still in flux. And the Bears managed a measly three points. If they do anything similar to that in this matchup with the Buccaneers, I mean, forget about it. It doesn't matter what you think of Tom Brady and that Buccaneers offense, which, you know, maybe has a bunch of injuries, but still has some really good players on there. No matter what you think, they are going to run through this Bears team and drop the Bears down to 3-2 and with a lot of question marks coming on Friday. So a huge goal and key in this game is the head coach of the Bears and the other coaches to get the team ready for this matchup and then on top of it, executing within the game, you know, making – a smart offensive game plan then doing a good job calling it and on top of it adjusting whatever needs to be done and for sure for sure for sure if they abandon the run again bad things are gonna happen to the Chicago Bears team moving along to our second goal and that is the offensive line for the Chicago Bears and we're gonna throw a specific person as well Charles Leno jr. Um, now let's start with the group as a whole The offensive line came into 2020 primarily the same group, except for the addition of Jermaine Effetti. And we've talked about him before, and that seems like a pretty good signing overall by Ryan Pace. That being said, I don't know how many more bouquets should be thrown Ryan Pace's way for the work he's done with this offensive line, because we're seeing a lot of the same issues last season, this year, against the really good teams. Against bad teams, this offensive line is fine. But against the good teams, I mean, there was zero push by that offensive line in the running game. And Juan Castillo, the offensive line coach, he talked about this. He talked about the physicality that he wanted his offensive line to play with. And a lot of times physicality goes with the running game. You can kind of just be firing out of your stance and hitting hard and punching hard and moving guys you can't necessarily do that in pass pro so to see the Bears just physically dominated at the line of scrimmage against a really talented Colts defensive front but you know I I think going into that game a lot of people would have argued the Bears have a stronger defensive front than the Indianapolis Colts so it's not necessarily the best of the best and being an offensive line that's practiced against this Bears defensive front it would seem feasible that they would be prepared to handle them and it was the exact opposite they were the ones being handled the Bears offensive line that is they're gonna have a little bit better opportunity in this matchup against Tampa Bay to control the line of scrimmage in the Battle of the Trenches but they got to come out with a real effort Uh, James Daniels the young left guard he got whooped a lot by DeForest Buckner. That's a little bit of a scary sign, and we talked about it earlier. Charles Leno uh, singled him out because he really, really struggles with speed rushers. That's that's if anything he, that he struggles with, it is speed rushers versus those power rushers. And then on top of it too, he's not necessarily the best run block defense or run blocking offensive lineman. I just have these visions of Todd Bowles bringing a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure off that left side. Shaq Barrett, one of uh, Tampa Bay's great pass rushers, uses a lot of speed as well as his power. I could see them bringing him to Charles Leno's side consistently, and that's a scary matchup for Charles Leno and for this Bears offense. So without a doubt, if this offensive line, you can't create any type of push when it comes to the run game. And if they're really going to struggle against the blitzes or the even just the standard pass rushers that Todd Bowles is going to throw at them, uh, this Bears offense is going to be pretty lackluster. And we've seen it already from this Bears defense. As good as they've been, as solid as they've been, they are not the type of group that, just shuts you down or eliminates you like an elite defense that we've seen in the past. Uh, If on top of it, the Bears don't get any takeaways. I think you're going to see a lot of what we've seen a lot of bend and don't break and plenty of field goals from Tampa. But you know a few of those field goals against Indianapolis go for touchdowns. That game is so over by the fourth quarter. It's not even funny. If there is just again that repeat where an opposing team is just constantly in the red zone and the defense can't get off the field on third downs or get any takeaways, that puts a ton of pressure on this Bears offense and more than likely that's going to play out. So this Bears offense, they've got to come out and they've got to be hungry at the line of scrimmage because if they get physically dominated again. It's, it's so, so hard to win those type of games when you just completely lose the battle of the trenches the way that the Bears offensive line lost. So our next key offensive line and Charles Leno, they got to have themselves a good game and give their offense, their unit, as well as the rest of the team, a chance to succeed. Our third goal is something we haven't seen a ton of this year and it's got to start turning around pretty quickly. And that's that pass rush for this Bears team now we'll do a little disclaimer that offensive line that they played against the Colts one of the best in the league if not the best I mean they are a terrific collection of talent and to the credit of the Colts they are pretty balanced in their approach they weren't you know just planning on letting Phillip Rivers throw it all over the place which could be something that we see from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers but even them they like to keep things balanced as well. In terms of that balance, the Colts had 38 rushes and only 29 pass attempts. And of course, uh, running the football a little bit more in that fourth quarter to get rid of some time, but really good balance right there. And a lot of success, both through the air and through the ground, even if it was not the uh, the best offensive day, but you got to give credit to this bears defense. I mean, they're a good group. We don't know if they're elite, but they are a good group. And so Moving ahead now to this Buccaneers matchup and I expect that bend but don't break style to continue to work for this Bears defense where, you know, maybe they give up a lot of yards between the 20s but in that red zone really stiffen up and find a way to get field goals from the Buccaneers rather than touchdowns. But it's hard to win with that formula when the Bears as a team are so dependent on their defense making plays. It's not about their defense just getting stops because this Bears offense isn't at a level where you give us a bunch of stops, we're going to just put up a bunch of points. No, this Bears offense is at a position where they need help. Therefore, it would be great to see this pass rush on a national stage on Thursday Night Football on Fox really show up big time and find a way to to really make their imprint because I don't think we've seen that. Maybe a little bit in the the second half with the Falcons, but we haven't seen a ton of that pass rush where it's sustained for a while. We'll see it maybe a drive-to-drive basis. But in that Falcons game, it felt like the pressure was really starting to accumulate, which really messed up the flow and rhythm of the Falcons' offense. And you'd love to see a repeat of that. You would love to see Tom Brady, who's a statue back there, and he's been throwing some interceptions. So if you can get some pressure or knock him off his spot, there is an opportunity potentially to get some takeaways. And then, of course, too, you know, if you can create a fumble with a strip sack, something like that, that would be huge. And this this Buccaneers offensive line isn't as great or as stout as that Colts offensive line. There should be more opportunities, but we can't forget, too, Tom Brady is one of, if not the master, of getting the ball out of his hands quickly. I mean, he knows the longer he sits back there, the more chance of bad stuff happening versus, you know, good stuff happening. So he's going to be looking to get rid of the ball as much as possible and as early as possible in the any given play. Can the Bears defense, though, kind of counter with uh, good coverage or just some really good pass rush? And without a doubt, if the Bears can find a way to get a couple takeaways and maybe get some sacks that ruin some drives or at least some quick three and outs with their pressure, something like that, I mean, that would be huge. Right now, this Bears offense, as pathetic as they are, Uh, they can still be pretty productive. We've seen it, even if it's been in small, small pockets of games. And really, it's been the fourth quarter against the Lions and fourth quarter against the Falcons. But with Nick Foles in there, if they get some short fields, I I really do believe that this offense can take advantage with touchdowns. And as, as weird as that game was against the Colts, you think about if Khalil Mack were to come down with that interception that hit off his chest from Phillip Rivers. It was early in the game. I think the Bears were down 7 0. You go and get that interception. Maybe the Bears' offense scores a touchdown. You're tied up. The whole complexion of that game completely changes. And it's not that the Bears would have won, but maybe they would have versus what many of us thought while watching that game going into the fourth quarter when it was still a two-touchdown game. Like, man, they don't have it. They are not going to win this game. So this pass rush... Definitely our third goal. Can they make a huge impact? Can they give some opportunity to the secondary to make some plays on the football? And just in general, this defense has to start making a stronger imprint on games. I mean, they are doing a good job. Don't want to discredit them, but this Bears team needs their defense to do more. And it's really unfair, but that's the position that they're in. And this defense. They wanted all the comparisons to the 85 team or the 06 team when it comes to defense and welcomed all those comparisons. So they need to take it upon themselves to really start showing that they deserved even the consideration with those great defenses. And whether it was just effort and making a big play at the right time, that 85, that 06 defense, I mean, they were special. And this Bears defense has the ability to be special but they haven't played special. And it would be great against Tom Brady in a huge matchup in really what is a pretty big game for the Bears. I mean, if you start dropping two and go to three and two on the the year, and then you get a couple tough games against Carolina and the Los Angeles Rams, I mean, this thing can unravel pretty quickly. And therefore, this defense has to show up on Thursday night. Our final goal, which might be the... Biggest key to a Bears victory, at least in uh, this reporter's opinion. I think scoring first is an absolute must and a huge key or goal to this game for the Bears. The Bears, you know, have been kind of the, the comeback kids for the most part. They came back with Detroit, came back with Atlanta, you know. The Giants, they didn't come back, but they started early and faded pretty quickly. And then, of course, with the Colts, just never got really much of anything started at all. And when you look at 2019, what was a huge problem with this Bears team? I mean, they were the worst at scoring points in the first and second quarter. And when you are the worst, usually that means you're going against a lot of deficits into halftime. And no matter what, you know, it's not a death sentence for sure to be down at half. That's a bad place to be in if you're a football team, period, whoever you're playing. So for the Bears being at home, national stage, going up early, getting the whole team juiced up with energy. You know, imagine the Bears going on their first drive and getting a touchdown. The idea just sounds almost impossible based on what we've seen from this Bears offense, but if they were able to accomplish something like that or even just get a touchdown within the first few drives of the first quarter, it just seems like it would change the game for the Bears because so often they are just trailing and imagine just putting some pressure on the opposing team by getting some points and getting a lead early. So if you can find a way to push yourself to 4-1 and one on the year with one bad loss and, hey, anybody can have a bad day. And that's, that's part of this goal is show the fans that that was just a bad day. That was an aberration, not a trend. Because way too much of 2019 stunk of that game against the Colts. And with such a quick turnaround, so many question marks, This is a huge, huge challenge. Make it easy on yourself. Score first and go ahead and win that ball game. Get to 4-1. And then on our three and out, we talk about how well positioned the Bears are moving forward.